Life is an epic journey. Live it unleashed. Hey, fellow journeyers, Jeremy here. Welcome back to the Living Unleashed podcast. You know, life is an epic journey, and God offers us a passionate life, a life that is defined by hope, filled with joy, marked by peace, and walks in freedom. And so we are intentionally shaping our lives that we might experience this abundant life that Jesus has promised. And we are continuing on our journey today as we are journeying with Luke through the books of Luke and Acts. And today we are on Luke chapter 13. If you're enjoying this podcast, I invite you to share it with a friend today. Let them know the impact reading through Luke together in community is having on you and invite them to join in on the journey. So let's jump right in here to Luke chapter 13. Today we're going to look at the kingdom of God. Now here in the middle of the chapter, starting in about verse 10, we have an account of Jesus healing a woman on the Sabbath. And this account brings up conflict between Jesus and the synagogue rulers because he does this miracle in the synagogue on the Sabbath. And so he it's just ripe for conflict, and they question that he has now worked on the Sabbath. Of course, Jesus counters with the fact that they work on the Sabbath when they unleash their donkey so that it may eat. So why would he not unleash, unbind this woman who has been imprisoned by Satan for 18 years, all bent over and crippled? So that becomes the con. There's this, there's this conflict that's going on. But here's where I want to focus. It spawns Jesus to tell two short uh, parables, almost sayings, and it is the parable of the mustard seed and the parable of the yeast, and that's in verses 18 through 21. And let me read those to you. Remember, we're reading from the uh, New Living Translation Bible. It says, Then Jesus said, What is the kingdom of God like? How can I illustrate it? It is like a tiny mustard seed that a man planted in a garden. It grows and becomes a tree, and the birds make nests in its branches. He also asked, What is the kingdom of God like? It is like the yeast a woman used in making bread. Even though she put only a little yeast in three measures of flour, it permeated every part of the dough. So why does Jesus go into telling these two stories, these two parables or sayings, following this account? Because it, it, it's a therefore, so it's, it leads into it. I mean, these sayings are in response to what just happened in the synagogue, what just happened there. And so what we have is we have, you know, Jesus is bringing the kingdom of God. He says, you know, where he's at, the, the kingdom of God has come near. And the kingdom of God is the rule of God. And Jesus has just demonstrated the rule of God by kicking Satan out. Okay, this, is, this wasn't Satan's territory anymore. The kingdom of God had come. But then you have the establishment, the, the tradition, the rulers who are coming against this. And so it can almost bring about this. So what does the healing of one woman on the Sabbath do in the grand scheme of things? But what Jesus goes on to tell us is how even the smallest things 
in the kingdom of God can have huge repercussions, can have huge effects. And so he goes on to say that, you know, you plant this little seed, it grows, and then the birds of the air rest in it. Now, in the Old Testament prophets, when you talk about the birds of the air resting in a tree, it um, is an allusion to the nations of the world, the nations of the earth. So the first thing this parable is telling us, or, or the thing this first parable is telling us, is that the kingdom of God is going to have worldwide impact and effect. It is not just something that's going to affect this one little synagogue or even just the nation of Israel, but it is going to have a worldwide impact. And so what seems like this this inconsequential little act of healing this one woman on this one particular day in this one little synagogue in this village is going to have a worldwide impact. It just it has huge repercussions. The least little um, action on behalf of the kingdom of God. Then the second one he tells is about a woman making bread. Now, if you've ever made any sort of dough that has to rise, you know that the amount of yeast that is added to the flour is a very small fraction of the amount of flour used. It doesn't take much. But that little amount of yeast works its way through the entire dough, causing it to rise. And it only takes a little. Yet it has a tremendous impact. It changes and transforms a yicky mixture of water and flour into this dough that can be baked to make a bread, right? I mean, it doesn't take much. And it comes from outside. The dough can't transform itself, but it transforms. And that's what the kingdom of God is like, Jesus says. It, it, it Only the smallest act, the smallest action that it flows from the kingdom of God that is in line with the kingdom of God has huge impact, has huge consequences, has huge repercussions. And why is that so important? Because in our lives, we can oftentimes can get caught in the mental trap of thinking, what can I do to change things? What can I do to change my life? What can I do to change the environment I'm working in? What can I do to change the environment of my household? What can I do to, to change my, uh, you know, how my family interacts with one another? What can I do with my attitude? What can I do? What's this little, what, what can I do to have an impact on my neighborhood or an impact on my congregation that I worship with? Or what can I do to have an impact on the world? Well, what Jesus tells us is that if we are living in his kingdom, for his kingdom, that it does have a big impact because it's not about us. It's about the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God has a tremendous impact. The smallest things can have worldwide consequences. The smallest thing, if they can have worldwide consequences, if a little yeast raises the entire dough, then my choices to live in the kingdom of God can have a huge impact on those around me, on those whom I have influence over, over those whom I have um, um, encounters and with, on those that I have contact with. God can do great things with it because, see, it's not about me. See, that's one of the great things about the kingdom of God. 
See, when we, when we submit ourselves to God and to his kingdom, when we humbly submit our lives to Christ, when we choose to live not in our own strength, but in the power of the Holy Spirit, God leads, God guides, and even the simplest of acts, God can time them out and use them in such huge ways to have an impact, to change things that we ourselves don't even see how we could ever possibly change in our lives. So in other words, in Christ, we have hope. There is never hopelessness because The kingdom of God has come near. The rule of God has come near in our lives. And when we receive that rule, when we allow that rule to be over our lives so that we are experiencing the kingdom of God, even the smallest acts, even the smallest act of kindness, even the smallest act of patience, even the smallest act of of being a, uh, a reconciler, even the smallest act of forgiveness, even the smallest act of goodness, even the smallest act of encouragement, even the smallest act of just listening can be a kingdom moment where God takes that and causes it to have such such immense um, seismic repercussions that we could never believe or understand. And isn't that awesome? That's what Jesus is saying. That's the power of the kingdom of God. And we we can trust to live in that today. What are you going to do for the kingdom of God today? How are you going to make a choice that you know is in line with what Jesus called us to do? How are you going to make a choice that will invite the kingdom of God to be in reign over your life today, over your household, over your workplace, over your church, over your neighborhood, over wherever you're at? How are you going to enact that and then just sit back and watch what God does with it? Just sit back and watch what God does because the simplest act, the littlest seed, the little amount of yeast can have tremendous seismic impact and repercussions. Tremendous seismic impact and repercussions on our lives and the world around us. And that is amazing. So I'm going to encourage you to live in that manner this week. Today, choose to make a kingdom decision in your life. Do something that you know that Jesus is calling you to do in your life today. And then watch how he can unleash his kingdom over that and take that smallest of act and do huge things with it. And and just it, it's just it'll be amazing. I dare you to do it. And then share your story. Share it with others. Share it on the Facebook comments or the comments on the, the website or send me an email at jeremy at livingunleashed.org. Let me know what happened because I love the stories of transformation that come when we allow the kingdom of God to reign in our lives. Because remember, we talked, I believe it was yesterday, seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be taken care of. So hey, as you go through this day, I hope you have an awesome and amazing day. I hope God does great things in your life as you live for him and seek his kingdom. And as always, I hope you will keep on living unleashed.